Austin 316 says I just whipped your... and call yourself the gorilla, yet you hee-haw out here like a jackass. What? I said shut up. You can kiss my ass. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. What? And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets up. Welcome to the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this week, this is a special episode, a special review, something out of nowhere. And this is Celebrity Deathmatch, Fandomorium. Hey, that's a good impression. <laughs> Thanks, and we're going to hear that a bunch of times on this episode. <laughs> Fandomorium. So I'm Mike Pru, along with JV. You just heard JV. How you doing? Uh doing well, man. Pretty excited to cover this. This was actually fun, fun to do homework for. Yeah, something like I said, out of the blue. We didn't expect to do this. And I used to yeah. watch the show religiously. Ah, dude. Me too. Back in '98, '99. I mean, we'll get into it when I go through like the overview and everything. But shit, this was. This was big time for us back in the day. Oh, yeah. And this is something we've been like holding in our pocket for a while. The career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can't co- cover the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin without having Celebrity Deathmatch. So, since we've done it all, it's time for some Deathmatch shit. And we're going to start with Fandemonium! <laughs> and... And let's get into it. All right, so thanks, guys, for joining back here. And I hope hope you're excited for this one because, man, this is a big one. We've been doing Stunning Steve Austin. We've been doing some movie reviews like The Condemned. And, and we've done everything, but we haven't done this yet. And this is something that... This brings JV and I right back to our childhood, and probably many of you listeners too. Right back to your childhood, ninety-eight, ninety-nine, whatever it was. You didn't even have to be watching wrestling. You turn on MTV and you see Stone Cold as a fucking animated figure, a, a claymation, right? Claymation, stop motion figure. And you didn't even have to watch wrestling to know, oh, that guy's a guy, and he's Stone Cold. All right, I know him from here. I don't know. I don't need, you don't even need to watch wrestling. (laughs) Just know it's a big deal. So, we'll get into more of that, and this is going to be a fun one. I'm excited for this. But anyway, before we get into that, let's do our usual here. Plug time. Follow us on Twitter, at BottomLineCast. Follow me, Mike Pru, at MPRUA3. Follow JV, at John Van Damage. And also, thanks guys for listening last time on our previous episode, which is Stunning Steve, Stunning Steve Austin, and we did episode 6, covering Battle Bowl, December 91 through early January of 92. We were going to continue on with that into January 92, 
But then last last weekend, as I was taking the notes for Stunning Steve, I don't know what happened. Fucking celebrity death celebrity deathmatch popped into my mind. I said, "Fuck this! I want to do something different." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "We're gonna do something different, man!" And that popped up. However, it did. And then I reached out to uh, one of our good friends that has access to everything, our boy Richie. And uh, I asked him, hey, you have this? Of course he does. He has it. And he sent it over. So we got these episodes to cover of Celebrity Deathmatch. And I think we'll be able to get more in the future, too. So we're, we're going to start with this. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's a mainstay. Right. We got a shit done. Alright, so enough of this hoopla. Let's get into this. Like, if you clicked on this episode to listen to, you just want to hear Celebrity Deathmatch talk. You don't want to hear about us. You know, you probably never even listen to us if you're like, Celebrity Deathmatch? Because how many podcasts out there have covered Celebrity Deathmatch? Probably not many, right? I or doubt it. It's what I'm guessing. So, if you're clicking on Celebrity Deathmatch and you haven't heard of Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, you want us to cut to the fucking. And the fucking is Celebrity Deathmatch. So, let's get right into it. JV, I'm going to start off with a little overview here. Sure. A little history, if you will, from the history teacher, Mr. Pru. And jump in anytime if you want to just fuck with me or whatever. Alright, so anyway... Celebrity Deathmatch starts off as a program that kicks off on MTV in 1998. 1998 goes from 1998 to 2002. It's a stop-motion animation show, which is, at that point, JV, a throwback, right? Yeah, because, like, claymations were a thing, and then they weren't a thing, and now MTV's trying to make them a thing again. Right. It was a throwback. It was, like, fucking Gumby was a thing. Yep. And... Now is a way to bring back something in a retro style, which is what we're always yearning for, is retro. Retro, retro, retro. Mm -hmm. So, in 1998, Claymation is retro. And it was brought back by this guy named Eric Fogel, who had, I want to say it was a hit show, but it was a semi-hit show. Semi, not even anything. I won't even say it's a cult show either, but the show was The Head. I remember The Head. Yeah. That wasn't a claymation, though. No, it was animated. Yeah. Just an animated show. Like that Eon Flux. Yeah. Yeah, Eon Flux was an early animation yeah, liquid, show. Liquid TV. Liquid TV. Great. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't have that at all in my notes. But yeah, Liquid TV was what MT was doing at that point. And that that was actually early. That would have been like 92, 93. Like Beavis and Butthead early days with Speed Racer on early at that point. So now we're jumping ahead five years later in 98. And we get Celebrity Deathmatch, which ultimately becomes one of the most popular shows at the time. And it's essentially, we're assuming most people know what we're talking about, JV. But who knows who's listening, so that's why I give a breakdown. It's a uh, parody of pop culture at the time. 
you had celebrities at the time, and even eventually you have historical figures be involved in this show and be parodied. So they'd be made fun of, you know, for their basic things that they would be known for. Okay, And it wasn't mean-spirited. It wasn't political, like, oh, because I'm a Republican this, or I'm a Democrat this way. It was just generic. We're making fun of you because you're on TV, and that was it. Now, it's not like today. You You can't even equate the way that we make fun of things today the way that we made fun of things back in 1998. No. It's totally different. Way different. And essentially, like, the way we make fun of things today is not even allowed. <laughs> like, or let me rephrase that. The way we made fun of things in 98 is not even allowed today. It's just flipped. Because. Bunch of pussies oh. today. <laughs> well, that too, and because of the fucking, just too many voices out there that just want to shit on whatever I'm it is. sensitive. That offends yeah. me. Stop listening. Don't look. Yeah. Don't read it. Yeah. And that's one thing to say early on with Celebrity Deathmatch. People thought, oh, that sucks. That's sensitive. But their voices were muffled, so it didn't fucking matter. So MTV was like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. wasn't social media where like a we're handful gonna, of We're going to cancel you. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. You can say what you want, but yeah, it doesn't matter. It's but like no, Bill, MTV- Bill Burr says something. It's Bill Burr or... Rogan, some other comedian, they're like, it's like you go to a comedy show and you have like 5,000 people in the fucking crowd and like 4,098 people, like 4,998 people enjoy the show. And then somehow the two people that didn't can make like the biggest uproar <laughs> yeah, and have the loudest the voice. Yeah, it's like, it's fucking crazy. So all we can say for our own recollection, recollection of living at the time is that we enjoyed it. We knew it was kind of naughty, but what the fuck? It was naughty, <laughs> and nothing we could do about it. We watched it. If we didn't like it, we wouldn't watch it. And that's the way it was. Yep. And the show was filled with violence, but it was fucking clay. So, so whatever. It was absurd. It was, like, not even believable. So if something happened, you couldn't even... How could you get mad about something <laughs> that's not even realistic? Yeah. But, and we'll talk about plenty of it. Yeah, you know? there were some celebrities that got pissed that like weren't involved in it. Or or some that were, and then were like, oh, I don't like how I was portrayed. And yeah, it's like, what the fuck do you think you were going to be portrayed? Right. Uh, and even if you were portrayed, you should be happy that you got portrayed, because you're on fucking MTV on one of the top shows on At television. was like the top network. Yes. MTV was huge in 1998. Big time. Just from TRL was already out in nineteen ninety. Was it? Maybe it was ninety nine. I could be wrong. But anyway, Total Request Live. Yeah, I think that was early ninety nine. Oh yeah, I don't think. I don't know. I'll look it up though while you're talking. All right. All right. So anyway, the show's not mean spirited, in my opinion. September fourteenth, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, okay. So. They were, like, together. Yeah. All right, so like I said, it was just not mean-spirited, in my opinion. They had the death puns, and it was just supposed to be goofy. Like, for instance, you had 
one episode where Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, he's in a match, and of course his Nine Inch Nails are going to pop out of his fingers. <laughs> and he's going to be like Wolverine. So it's just jokes like that. It's just silly shit. So the show kicked off in January of 1998, and it was two pilot episodes. We had a debut on New Year's Day. And I'm pretty sure this was just one match. And it was Manson versus Manson. Charles Manson versus Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson won. Of course. He should. Fuck Charles Manson. Why should that guy win? Serial <laughs> yeah, killer. No <laughs> that was a great that was a cult killer. Yeah. So Marilyn Manson won. And then a few weeks later, I believe this had a tie-in with the Super Bowl. It was the first death bowl. Which would be like one of Celebrity Deathmatch's pay-per-views. The Death Bowl. And uh, Howard Stern had a big match there. Which we'll get more of Howard Stern in a little bit. But those are the two pilots. And then the regular season started in May of 1998. The original series would run for 77 episodes. And have four seasons. They would eventually get cancelled in 2002. And then they would have a brief revival in 2008. JV, you remember that, right? Yep. We were all excited for that in 2008. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it it too. It lasted long, though. Yeah. That's one thing that's in question, like how long it lasted. I think it lasted two years. It got two seasons? I thought it was like a one-and-done thing. You might be right, because there is a discrepancy. It's either... It was two summers, or it was crammed into one summer. I saw different variations of it. So I saw that it all aired in the summer of 2006. From June to August. Then from another site, I saw that it was broken into two parts. Summer of 06, But it wasn't like 20 episodes or anything. No, it was... Six, maybe? 16 episodes. It was eight and eight, something like that. Oh, that's more than I thought. Yeah. Anyway, if somebody knows for sure, let us know. But regardless, like I said, I I already know, so don't try to, like, (laughs) answer me and be like, oh, it was actually back-to-back years, because I already said that. I already know it might have been back-to-back years. And I already know it might have been in the same year. So, just confirm which it was, if you know. If you don't know, then don't say anything. Because we don't know either. And that's the bottom line. Back to the show. There is <laughs> great host to this show. That that's, that's one of the key points to Celebrity Deathmatch, is having these hosts. These old-school boxing host Johnny Gomez and Nick Diamond mm-hmm. and they have of course is the referee Mills Lane Mills Lane does his own voice pardon me for not having Johnny Gomez and Nick Diamond's voices I feel Doesn't like matter. they were just voices that did a lot of other shit yeah like professional voices. voice actors you look, yeah. you're gonna, like, you'd look at their you know their accolades, you'd be like, oh, yeah, 
person. Oh yeah, he played um he, he played Bank Robber number two on Batman animated series episode three. Yeah. And like Clayface. So, Johnny Gomez and Nick Diamond, though, they are the main characters, really, of this show. And they give great credence to the show. So, despite who portrays them, they are perfect for this show. Because they are the voice. And And they're the ones with the puns. Yeah. Which is the whole point of the show, is just to come up with cheap little puns. Now, before I wrap up little background on Celebrity Deathmatch, I did want to just go through a few key matches that had appeared up to the point where we were going to cover today. So, notable matches from episode 1 through 8. So, I already mentioned Manson versus Manson. On the first episode. But we also had the Hanson Brothers versus the Spice Girls. And, and JV, this is going to put you like in a ti- time warp, right? Just I, remem- go I back. remember that one. Like, with all these matches, though, it's just like, holy shit. This is of yeah. the time, man. Oom-bop. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an oom-bop. How about oom-suck? Here we got Hillary versus Monica. Oh, I don't remember that one. Like I can't. A lot of these I can picture. That one I can't picture. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, there's another one. This one I really remember more so actually than Hillary versus Monica, but Tim Allen versus Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I and, remember that one too. And this was <laughs> this episode debuted the week of the finale of Seinfeld in '98. And then, uh, like, the <laughs> like. Tim Allen got teamed up on by, like, Jerry's whole crew, George, and Elaine, Kramer. <laughs> like, they all they all went at him. It was uh, Seinfeld's last stand. Oh, that was a good one. You got Arnold versus Sly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Battle the great thing about Celebrity Deathmatch. is like, you can just make the matchups that you wanted all the time. Yeah, I remember how ridiculous Sylvester Stallone's voice was. He was just like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh yeah, and you can see the claymation of his mouth moving around too. Uh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I didn't read this part of your notes, so I wonder if my favorite one's on the list. But I think it was in a later season. Yeah, I only did the first few episodes because. But I don't, I don't remember give... what season it was in. So I mean, I thought it was like a season, like oh uh, well. Ones. Keep that thought in mind and let us know. Also, I had a Letterman versus uh, David Letterman versus Jay Leno, Jerry Springer versus Rosie O'Donnell versus Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> that uh, that first started off as like Rosie versus Jerry Springer, and then it became like a triple threat match. So they built that up. <laughs> so man, there was some fun shit going on in those early episodes. And that's what was great about it. Just, hey, this is pop culture. We just want to make fun of it. And you got the dream matches that you wanted. And dude, that format today, it's not happening, right? What do you mean? What format? The format of like, oh, let's just have parody of Spice Girls versus Hanson. Or Jerry Seinfeld versus Tim Allen. 
Without no, never do that. Without them bitching. It wouldn't it wouldn't happen. No, they'd bitch on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. It would just it would be too political. Like people wouldn't just take it. Someone would feel like it's like a hate crime or like someone's being like racist or homophobic or sexist or someone would just put some kind of ism on it and it would just get canceled immediately. Yeah. Because someone's got to be the victim in these matches, usually. Usually there's like someone wins and someone loses. Usually. Well, on that topic, though, what was your. Are you done reading from the notes what led up to this point? Well, I want to. Yeah, I am, but I want to hear what you were going to say. What's your favorite well, match? I, I wasn't listening. What, what's your. Listen it's my favorite. What's your favorite match ever? My favorite I match. I know what mine is right away, every time this show comes up. And it's a random one, so I don't think you're going to guess it. I'm not going to guess it. That's why I wanted to hear it. I don't know mine wow. off the top. Really? You don't have one? Oh, dude. I'm, no, not really. Oh, mine I, was uh, the Gallagher brothers from Oasis. Oh, oh and then Gallagher shows up. And in Gallagher the shows up at the end. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good one, man. That's like the best one. <laughs> I, I used to watch that one. No, that one come on. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> With the fucking watermelon. Yeah, and it's like one part hammers. where like he like rips. Uh, he rips some one of the other, his brother's hair off or like his fucking... That's a great one. His sure. eyebrows or something, and he puts it on the other brother, and it's like a mustache. And like Nick Diamond and Johnny Gomez kind of make like, oh, like they kind of take shots at them as being like Beatle imitators. Something like that. I forget. I mean, they both yeah, lose because Gallagher shows up and he just kind of like fucking smashes them with the fucking his hammer. That's a wicked good one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my that's favorite one. one. That's the one I always remember. <laughs> my brother, my brother used to like that one too. <laughs> what were their name? What were their names? The Gallagher, like the Gallagher brothers from Oasis, Liam Noah and Liam. Right? What was the other one you said? Liam and Noah, right? Noah. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was because that was funny because they were like had beef, like they couldn't get. Oh their yeah, they brothers. really they used to like they fight in the concerts. Yeah, fist fights. Yeah, I'd love to be at one of those concerts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shit. I hate that I don't have one. Off the top of my head, fuck. I always think of Howard Stern every time I think of... <laughs> Back when Howard match. Stern was funny. What's that? Back when Howard Stern was like funny yeah. and edgy. Now he's like... <laughs> like total op. He went from one end of I the still coin, like him. One other point to the other. Yeah, I like him still. He's alright, but I liked him when he was like... Edgy. Wow, you can't 90, say that 90s way. Howard Forever. Stern. And now we like shits on people that act like he did it in the 90s. Like, dude, you fucking. That's true. It's true. You got, fucking, you got a head on like sideshows and fucking midgets and, you know, poor people, you know, bad hygiene. You got a head on those people. And <laughs> now you're right. Now you're like, oh, well, I think what the Nelk boys do is just, it's awful and blah, blah, blah. It's, what the fuck you mean? They're pranks this. Like, you, like, what the hell? What's wrong with you, dude? Why do you think you're rich? Hey, you, should know, be, like, you should be helping them out. Yeah. You think you'd have all this serious money if you were doing today in nineteen ninety before you got all like before they wanted to sign you to all that money? You only do that now because you, you like you're fucking corporate now. You have to <laughs> fucking fraud. <laughs> all right, so let's move on now to the next portion and we're gonna get into Stone Cold being on Celebrity Deathmatch. So now you know, this was such a big show as we were talking about. 
breakthrough in 1998. But one of the biggest stars of the show was actually Stone Cold Steve Austin. And they had many recurring characters, but Stone Cold was one of the biggest ones. Yeah, he was. So, Stone Cold was on the original run, which would be from 98 through 2002. He was on 17 episodes out of the original 77 episodes. Wow. Yeah, so doing the math there, that's 22% of the episodes. Wow, I didn't realize it was that many. He was like a staple of the show. Yeah. And I didn't realize it either until doing some of the research. I was like, holy shit, man. He was like a legit character. And not only was he a character, but he had influence as a character. He created storylines that progressed over years of the show. Of the fucking four years. Crazy. Now... Austin did not appear in any of the revival episodes, so eh, eh, I'm not coming back. So it's it's funny because Nick Diamond even mentions in one of the revival episodes that Stone Cold was too expensive to bring back. <laughs> so they mentioned right on there. <laughs> we couldn't bring him back. It's too expensive. He's uh he's doing shitty TV movies and he's <laughs> Some some of those which JV and I will cover one day. <laughs> so Austin made his debut on Celebrity Deathmatch in the second episode. And from that point, he was basically a special guest commentator. And he would, he would appear in that role about three times until he had his first in-ring match, which is what we're covering today. His first in-ring Celebrity Deathmatch match. Against Mr. McMahon on episode 9 of season 1. On the previous episode, episode 8, Austin saves the lost little girl, which had been a storyline plot a little earlier. And it was a match between Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman versus Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. So they were going at it. They were fighting to save this lost girl or whatever. And Austin shows up. He saves the girl. Beats up Tom Cruise and Bruce Willis, smashes their heads together, and then walks out with Nicole Kidman and Demi Moore. That's our guy. That's our man. He heads out. He's 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 a Stone Cold boss there. So anyway, Stone Cold's character from that point is going to get a lot wackier and crazy over the years. And some of the notable things that we will get into, because this is not our only Celebrity Deathmatch episode. We'll definitely find a couple more to do. Because this is going to be fun. Now, just taking the notes and previewing this and reviewing it, that was fun. So, I want to do that again. (laughs) And I already have a couple episodes on tap that we can get. But anyway, he goes on to do things like building a time machine. And he built a time machine, which then allows for Celebrity Deathmatch from that point on to bring back ancient historical figures into the deathmatch realm and have them fight each other. And there's a lot of those. Like, you're going to have, like, Genghis Khan and a bunch of, you know, random bullshit. So, that'll be fun. Austin brings those guys in. And uh, Austin also establishes the Institute of Rehabilitating Dismembered Celebrities. 
So celebrities that have gotten fucked up, he's also in charge of bringing them back to life. But he brings them back in like a Frankenstein way. He starts putting people's parts back together and creates monsters. Jeez, this is a whole fucking part of Stone Cold's career that I didn't know. And this is pretty crazy. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> it also also becomes an uh the the archivist of all the weapons and tools that were ever used. It creates an armory of weapons for the death matches. So it's like, alright, we're gonna have this death match. Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's gonna go to the armory and bring out the mat, bring out the uh, weapons that you can use for this match. This guy was totally involved in everything. <laughs> Love it. And then, coup de gras, I think. And I love this episode. I've seen this episode, and I definitely want to cover this. Is Austin is going to speak on behalf of Celebrity Deathmatch, which was actually getting a lot of heat at this point. Oh, we can't show this on TV anymore. Which drives me crazy. And we, you know, like, we were talk- they getting like fines or something? I don't know if they ran fines or anything, but just brings me back to what we were saying before. Like, how now in 2023 can we be reverted backwards? What was okay in '98? Ah, it blows my mind. It's a totally different question, I guess. Like, some could some some would say that uh, we've become more accepting and we're better today. Well, there was like that brief period where, like, after cable, where cable started censoring things, people just started putting stuff on the internet and YouTube and whatnot. And then people were making money on YouTube and everything. And then what happened was YouTube now started demonetizing people that were putting controversial shit on YouTube. So they're like, "Yeah, you can create controversy, but we're not gonna we're not gonna pay you. You can't make money off it." And it's like, "Well, what the fuck?" So then they try to like hawk merchandise and all this shit, but there's always like some somehow some way like censorship gets its dirty hands on shit and just like ruins it. Something that's relatively harmless, like celebrity deathmatch. Yeah, like it's harmless. It oh, came yeah. on late at night. Right. It wasn't on like in the morning, you know. All right. It blows right. my mind. And of that time, everything was. And you think people would be more seasoned where- today? Because, like, we were trending, like, 50s, 60s. Like, it got, like, crazier. People got more acceptive of, like, crazy shit. And now it's like we're going backwards. It's like we're going, like, we went, for, like, to the 90s, and now it's, like, right now we're in the 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s. Yeah. You know, like, right. what Now we're going back to, you can't say anything. <laughs> anything, yeah. What, what the fuck happened? You can't joke about anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's scary. It's, like, you scary can joke, crack a joke. We can only joke in certain ways. Yeah. Yeah, comedy is flawed at this point. And and that's why you respect really good comedy so much more now, because they have to be so like good. Like has to be a really well refined like joke. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, and I don't even know if it has to be. I I think everyone's tiptoeing. Anyway, yeah, that's a totally different discussion on comedy. But what I did want to get to is that there is this Which episode. Which is what? Celebrity death matches at its core. It's comedy. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? 
And that's it's not they, a real death match. It's not boxing. It's not a sport. It's just it's an animated, it's an animated <laughs> comedy. The whole purpose is to make people laugh. You know? Yeah. Entertainment. Alright, so anyway. We'll we'll talk more about all this fucking shenanigans as we go through. But what I did want to bring up is that there is an episode that what I I would like to cover. And that is Austin speaking on behalf of the celebrity death match in front of Congress. <laughs> and that is an episode that they really did do. Is Austin spoke on behalf of celebrity death match in Congress. And then he like stunned the fuck out of like Ted Kennedy <laughs> and fucking <Nice. laughs> talk to George W. Bush and shit. <laughs> So that'll be a fun one to cover. All right, so that's just a little background, but let's get into it now. We're covering season one, episode nine. All right, so this is going to be a few appearances after his debut. So he's done three appearances, mainly as a special guest commentator. And he does his first major role. In episode eight, just before this, where he he uh, bashes the heads of Tom Cruise and Bruce Willis and steals their steals their women, and now he's on to having a match against Vince McMahon, and it's gonna happen here in season one, episode nine, which is gonna be entitled Fandemonium, which is gonna be like one of their WrestleManias. There's Fandemonium 1, Fandemonium 2, Fandemonium 3. Uh, they also have a other notable show called The Death Ball. So, Celebrity Deathmatch, they got their they got their pay-per-views. Fandemonium, The Death Ball, and there'll probably be more down the road. But Fandemonium is happening here. And as Johnny Gomez likes to call it, it's Fandemonium! And it aired August 20th, 1998. And we're going to do this our old school, bottom line wrestling cast style. You're going to get some promos and clips, and then we're going to review it. So we're going to kick things off with the show opening here. Take a listen. JV and I will be right back. What happens when millions of Deathmatch fans write in to tell us which celebrities they want to see beat each other to a bloody, lifeless pulp? What happens is that we make it happen tonight on Celebrity Deathmatch Pandemonium. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Johnny Gomez. And I'm Nick Diamond. Tonight, it's a very special show designed by our loyal viewers who've logged onto the Celebrity Deathmatch website to cast their votes. It's clear from the millions of hits we've received that there's nothing you folks want more than to see some of America's most beautiful people take a few hits of their own. <laughs> and that's exactly what we have here tonight on Celebrity Deathmatch Pandemonium! <laughs> I love that. 
Tonight's first fight pits two heavyweights from the high-profile world of professional wrestling. It's an inter-office imbroglio when Vince McMahon, the dashing debonair and dictatorial leader of the World Wrestling Federation, takes on his insubordinate subordinate, Stone Cold Steve Austin. After that, we'll get down to some ferocious funny business as Chris Rock and Adam Sandler fight for the title of the world's funniest comic. We love their stand-up, we love their movies, and we're sure gonna love seeing one of them wind up in pieces. And that, of course, brings us to our main event. You said you wanted beans. You said you wanted bikinis. You said you wanted blood. You said you wanted mud. And since tonight's show is for you, our loyal viewers, we're giving you everything we've got. That's right, Nick. We have Jenny McCarthy and Carmen Electra slapping each other silly in a sloppy ring of mud. It won't be long till we have one big-time filthy hellhole on our hands. And what better person to supervise this saline-injected slugfest than radio personality and deathmatch champion, Howard Stern? Hey, Baba Booey, what the hell's the matter with you? Now hurry up, moron. Oh, okay, boss. Sorry, boss. Yo, yo, Howie, Howie, you rule, man. I'm his sucks. Uh, yes, you are correct, my friend. Uh, I miss does indeed suck. <laughs> Thank you for saying so. Uh, Howard, what can we look forward to in tonight's main event? Yes, what I'm looking forward to here is a couple of hot broads smacking the crap out of each other in bikinis, covered in mud, having sex with each other, and uh, with me too, hopefully. Hey, uh, that's not cheating, is it? Well, Howard, I'm certain at least part of that will happen here tonight. Hey, what do you mean? All of that will happen tonight. I make the rules, honey. I am the king of all media. Well, we're just about to get underway with Celebrity Deathmatch Pandemonium. All right, so we get our opening warning, and it appears on the screen. And the show is about to kick off, and they say, hey, this is just a parody. It's just fiction. Now, basically, don't take this seriously, guys. It's just clay. I love that. It's just Clay, you fucking pussies. It's the it's the best line. It's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, you That's can't be mad about your favorite star dying or I was fucking chopping somebody up. It's just fucking Clay, okay? It's TV. Get over it. Stop being a pussy. All right. <laughs> so Johnny Gomez introduces us to this very special episode, episode nine. And he says, fans have sent those letters. They sent those letters and requests for death matches that you want to see. And you want to you want to see these people beat each other up to a bloody pulp. And you know what happens? What happens is we make it happen on Celebrity Deathmatch. Pandemonium! And that's my third time doing it. And I love it. Just like Johnny Gomez says, <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> and it, it's that classic like monster truck shit, right? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, like, echo, like right. you're almost trying to create an echo in your voice. Yeah. Right. You're just trying to make it sound special. Yeah. So Nick Diamond jumps in, and I love Nick Diamond. Man, Nick Diamond's just like a goofy motherfucker. <laughs> Like he's just like a sad sap character. I love it because you got Johnny Gomez, who's like the proper, (laughs) proper guy, and then Nick Diamond just looks like he's a little flunky. Yeah, he's got a fucking mustache and shit. (laughs) Yeah, big blue eyes. 
And what they're gonna do here in the opening, as you heard, is just open, you know, give us an intro to the matches. So Nick Diamond introduces fight number one. First match pits the Dash and Debonair, dictatorial leader of the World Wrestling Federation, taking on his insubordinate subordinate, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What a line. The insubordinate subordinate. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. Good sh shit there. And then in the second match, fight number two, Chris Rock versus Adam Sandler, the fight for the title's world's funniest comic. Then in the main event, Jenny McCarthy versus Carmen Electra, with Howard Stern as the special guest referee in Babes, Bikinis, Blood, and Mud. What a lineup we have there, JV. <laughs> I mean, if we have to dive back into 1998, what a lineup that is. McCarthy, yeah. Electra. Sandler, Rock. <laughs> These are Austin. heavy hitters. These what are the heavyweights. Heavyweights of entertainment. This is great. And then we cut to a backstage interview or outside interview. We get Stacy Cornbread. Stacy Cornbread, who is the, you know, I guess the hot chick outside on the mic, you know? Yeah, she's like a correspondent. Yeah, correspondent. You always got to get the hot blonde chick doing the correspondency. And she's Stacy Cornbread. And she's interviewing Howard Stern, who's the special guest ref. He comes out, out of his limo, onto the red carpet. And Howard says that, you know, what he wants is, he wants Carmen Electra and Jenny McCarthy to smack each other around and have sex with each other. You know, maybe with my maybe with me too. And then he does his whole thing. That's not cheating, is it? And that comes from the movie because in one oh, scene in the parts. movie. Yeah, private yeah. parts. Yep, yep. So yep. private parts came out in I believe ninety five. And there's one scene where uh Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson is naked in his studio. And like, I forget what she does exactly, but he, he his wife is listening on the radio. I think she just shows her boobs. She, yeah, yeah, something like that happens. But he's like, this isn't cheating. So that's where the line comes from. So they use that often here. No, that's not cheating. But I, I do have to say, the impression, impersonation of Howard Stern is pretty damn good. Voice is good. Yeah, it's it's close. Yeah, it's pretty damn close. I I had to look. Was this Howard Stern doing the voice? Oftentimes the voices were not the people that they're portraying because they had they didn't want anything to do with this. <laughs> they were like, fuck that. You know, today? No, if this show could exist today, the people probably would be on the show. That's the only way that this show would exist today. Is that you would have people wanting to do their own voice and do stupid shit? It'd be like if, like, say for instance, LeBron James wants to be on this, he'd pick a friend that he wants to be in a celebrity death match with. Yeah, yeah, yep. And, oh, we're gonna do it together. Like, it, that would suck, but that's what it would be. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah, Stacy. Uh, Stacey Cornbread's interview on Howard Stern. Howard Stern's like, yeah, yeah, it's not she in. And Howard 
It's like, I'm the king of all media, blah, blah, blah. And then we go back to Johnny and Nick, and they say, oh, the first fight is going to be Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon. So I'm going to cover the first match here, the first fight, as they call it, on Celebrity Deathmatch. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mr. McMahon. And we're going to play the audio first so that you guys can listen to it, form your own opinions, and then JV and I will talk about it after you take a listen to it. It's about 5 minutes and 24 seconds. So we'll take a listen to the Celebrity Deathmatch. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mr. McMahon, and we'll be right back. Tonight's opening bout is what Deathmatch is all about. A classic conflict between employee and boss. And let's face it, who doesn't want to kick his boss's butt? Don't get me started, Nick. Let's take a moment for a brief history of these two maniacs. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the most popular champion in World Wrestling Federation history. And his fans are here to back him up. But Stone Cold's none too popular with his boss, owner of the World Wrestling Federation, Vince McMahon. In fact, there was an incident that took place right here on Celebrity Deathmatch that typifies their rocky relationship. Roll that tape, please. <laughs> so, so I stunned McMahon's sorry ass, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, who the hell do you think you are? You dare to disparage me? You're nothing but a foul-mouthed, beer-swelling son of a bitch. Hell, bitch, I appreciate the compliments. And right after I finish this beverage, I'm going to knock that damn toupee off that stupid little head of yours and shove it <laughs> right up. You impudent fool. Your physicality is no match for my superior mental acumen. That's why I'm the boss, and I'll prove it in the ring. Oh, yeah? Well, listen up, you silly bastard. I'll go you one better than that. We're not going to settle this in any old wrestling ring. We're going to settle this in a death match ring. You're on. Like Stone Cold said, Nick, sometimes life's little problems can only be solved here in our humble deathmatch arena. And the time has come to do just that, as our fighters are now at ringside. Let's go check it out. Hey, Stone Cold, I got your stone right here, buddy. Compliments of The Undertaker. A lot of tension down there, Nick. Oh, it's going to be an ugly night. I'm sure you gentlemen know the rules. I want a good, clean fight. Now let's get it on. That Stone Cold can really take a hit. McMahon starts things off old school style with a Texas toe slam. Add that to my 401k, boss. Sound financial planning by the champion. But Vince shakes it off. And he answers with a clothesline. Vince is in desperation now. What's he reaching for? Oh, whipped cream. The rules of this fight clearly prohibit the use of ozone-depleting aerosol. Stone Cold's not too happy about this. He'll be lucky if he can see well enough to get through this fight. Meanwhile, we'll see if Vince McMahon tries to take advantage of this despicable move. Vince McMahon clobbering Stone Cold. How much longer can this go on? Oh, look out! A superfly! Looks like trouble for Stone Cold. And he's knocked right through the canvas. Hey, Stone Cold, I just proved you're beneath me, just like all the other little people. <laughs> Vince McMahon verbally abusing his employee. I don't know that Stone Cold can recover from this kind of humiliation. Hey, Austin! 
we can either bury you now down in that hole or ship your body back to Texas in the Undertaker's coffin. Ah! Oh, here you go, Fitz. Here's a little middle acumen for you. No! The legendary Stone Cold Stutter. And Vince McMahon is out. Ah! An incredible upset. Stone Cold is the winner. Johnny, I don't uh. think Stone Cold is done with him yet. If you want to see me beat Vince McMahon with this tombstone, give me a hell yeah. Plant McMahon's ass in this coffin. Give me another hell yeah. That's why they love him, Johnny. Stone Cold gives the fans exactly what they want. Oh, and if you want to see me drag this coffin out into a field and set it ablaze, give me one more hell yeah. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. There's no stopping Stone Cold now. I think he's on a roll. Well, I think it's time to go to a commercial, Johnny. Stick around, because there's a lot more gratuitous brutality to come when Celebrity Deathmatch Pandemonium continues right after this. I should go now? Okay. Hello, I'm Lambros from Atlantic City. And I would like to see... Uh, Saddam Hussein peeled the skin off of that Yankee infidel, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Celebrity Deathmatch Fandemonium. An awesome first match here tonight as Stone Cold Steve Austin took on arch-nemesis Vince McMahon. Stone Cold was put through his paces early on, but a tombstone to the back of the head and Vince was history. One terrifying tussle down. Alright, so to kick things off, Nick Diamond segues into the match by saying this is a classic fight between the boss and the employee. Who doesn't want to beat up the boss? That's always the fucking typical line, JV. Who doesn't want to beat up the boss? <laughs> over and over again with this McMahon, Austin. Yeah, that was like their thing I, in yeah. WWE as well. Like, right. So they, they carried that over. Today, you know, I never want to beat up my boss. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, well, I guess there's some people. I've never wanted to beat up my boss. Oh. I've had good bosses. Yeah, me too. So anyway, Johnny mentions that Stone Cold is the most popular WWF champion of all time. And hey, this is 1998. And this is early into the run of Stone Cold being the WWF champion. This is August of 1998. He's only been the champion for uh, five months at this point, since March. WrestleMania 14. And hey, he's the most popular of all time. So Johnny cuts to some file footage from a previous episode, and Austin is mentioning how you know, I, stunned Stone, I stunned Vince McMahon. But then Vince McMahon busts out of nowhere into the room. And this is all fucking claymation shit. Stone Cold Steve Austin, who the hell do you think you are? Who the hell are you to disparage me? You're nothing but a foul-mouthed, bear-swilling son of a bitch. I feel like those are exact lines that he gave on a previous episode of Monday Night Raw. 
Who the hell are you to disparage me? We definitely said that, JV. Yeah, it sounds familiar. <laughs> then Austin cuts in, tells McMahon, Hell, son, I appreciate the compliments, but after I finish this beverage, <laughs> beverage, they make a point to say beverage, I'm going to knock the damn toupee off that stupid little head of yours. I love it. I always love when we get the toupee reference for Vince McMahon. Doesn't happen often in the late 90s, the toupee. Austin's the only one. But that was a go-to by Jesse Ventura in the early 90s, is to just make fun of Vince McMahon by saying he has a toupee. <laughs> you have a toupee. Fucking toupee on your head. <laughs> so, McMahon gets pissed off, of course, because this ain't no toupee. This is my real hair. Yeah, just You're kidding. St- <laughs> you stupid little fool. Who are you to question my superior mental acumen? Which is another line that Vince had used previously. My mental acumen. That's why I'm the boss, and I'll prove it in the ring. Now, the way I'm reading it, it's probably actually better than it was portrayed in the show. Because in the show, it's just like... It's almost like you're playing a video game, and it's the cutscenes. You know what I mean, JV? What do you mean? Like, if we were having a game, Celebrity Deathmatch, Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon, I pick Stone Cold, you pick McMahon, the match is about to start, we get, like, oh, a little clip. Oh, that cutscene. Alright, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Okay. I'm about to beat you with my metal acumen. That's why I'm the boss, <laughs> and I'll prove it in the ring. <laughs> so it's all cheap shit like that. So anyway, Austin gets in Vince's face. He says, all right, listen up, you silly bastard. I'll give you one better than that. We're not going to settle this in any old wrestling ring. We're going to settle this in a deathmatch ring. And Vince responds, you're on. And then, <laughs> I love this part. And, and you got to be paying attention. And I know you guys listening, you're not seeing this. But if you do want to see it, well, send me an email. Maybe I'll hook you up. Um, <laughs> JV. <laughs> JV, if you, when you watch this, mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught it, but <laughs> when uh, when Vince says you're on, and the clay the claymation character just walks away randomly, his eyes are like all jumbling, bubbling. <laughs> well, they're all yeah. There's a lot of instances of that though. Like yeah, where, there is, there is. Yeah, like you'll see their necks just kind of look like fucking spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a, it's, it's not perfect. No, but it's funny at this point because he's like, "Oh yeah, all right, I'll take you on," and then he looks like a fucking goof walking away, like yeah. his eyes, <laughs> like his eyeballs about to fall out of his head or something. Don't look so badass now. Ah <laughs> oh, man. All right. So anyway, I was gonna say I I like how. They actually had some background with the match, though. Like, before just jumping into the match, they had yeah, what was basically... Yeah, a little build, promo style. Like, it was Monday Night Raw. So, that was pretty cool. And I, I thought that was fitting. So, now we get to the match itself. Austin makes his entrance. We get a glass shatter, but then... We don't get the Austin music. We get some generic shit. And you would think that we would actually get the Austin music because you know, 
Vince McMahon is doing a voice. Austin's doing a voice. The fuck? Well, hey, we don't get it. Austin heads out. Claymation Austin, mind you. <laughs> and he's he's got jorts on. No shirt. And then what's Austin do as he heads out? He doesn't, he doesn't stomp down to the ring. Austin stops in the ramp and starts flexing. He starts showing his biceps. Like he's fucking Hulk Hogan or something. <laughs> when the fuck does Austin ever flex? <laughs> so that's just a poor example of whoever was animating this figure. Oh, he's a wrestler, so he's gonna he's gonna show his muscles. So that was pretty shitty. Hey, that's nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Big Man then heads down to the ring. And he's heading down with a coffin and a tombstone. What the fuck is this all yeah, about? Yeah, this was cool. Bringing more goes, WWE to the yeah to celebrity death match. All right, I was surprised by this. He goes, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, the tomb, rather. The tombstone that he has. Says, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell yeah, he's dead. And then Vince responds, Hey, Stone Cold. I got your stone right here, buddy. Compliments of The Undertaker. Wow. The Undertaker. Shout out to Talking Taker. Right there. Undertaker. Being mentioned on Celebrity Deathmatch all the way back in 1998. This dude gets a reference on everything. How do we miss it? The Undertaker is the fucking man. (laughs) Vince wants Undertaker involved in everything. (laughs) He's my creation. He's my Undertaker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense, though, because this is airing on August 20th. This is just 10 days before the Highway to Hell, SummerSlam 98, Austin versus Taker. So it does make sense. But if you're not watching wrestling, you don't know that. So it is a way of, you know, again, like I said, Vince highlighting another one of his main guys, the Undertaker. Put him out there. If they don't know what The Undertaker is, they might be interested now about this tombstone and shit. Like, oh, what's this? Who's this guy? That's pretty cool. Alright, so anyway, Mills Lane wants this match to get started. And he says he wants a good, clean fight, of course. Let's get it on! And then we get the ding-ding! And Vince McMahon, he goes right after Austin, punches him in the gut three times. And uh, we get a, that Stone Cold can really take a hit. And then McMahon jumps up and he just stomps on Austin's feet. Like a comedic jump. He just jumps up and slams right down on Austin's feet. Turns his feet into fucking like clown shoes. And it says, McMahon starts things off with an old school Texas toe slam. <laughs> and then Which McMahon. Still lame. <laughs> it is so yeah, lame. But you do get to, like, it's cool with the uh, claymation how. Austin's feet get like huge from being like pancaked out. <laughs> yeah, I mean and that's why I included it because <laughs> it's so funny. It's <laughs> it, it's a video game. It's a co- like cartoon all come to life. You know what I mean? And you have commentary on top of it, so it's so fun. And then when McMahon gives that Texas toe slam, he gives this classic laugh. Ah, ha, ha, ha. 
Well, this and is where you both have them doing their voices. Right. That's that's what's great about this. It's yeah. the real voices. Austin and McMahon. So Austin comes back with a double axe handle. He slams McMahon into the mat. And Austin's like, add that to my 401k boss. Austin definitely didn't write that bullshit. Some fucking clown at MTV did. Probably Eric Fogle. Uh, Vince shakes it off, nails Austin with a clothesline, and then Vince sprays whipped cream in Austin's face, and I don't think it's whipped cream, but that's what Johnny and Nick said. I think it was a fucking can of Bobasol shaving cream. That would make the most sense, right? Austin has a shaved head. That's what I thought it was. Right. Until they said that. I thought it was shaving cream. Like, specifically Bobasol. Right. And it looked like a Bobasol can. So yeah, I don't I don't know what's happening there, but Austin is like blurry eyed at this point. He's tra- he's having trouble seeing. Vince McMahon's laughing. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, Vince goes to punch the shit out of Austin. Climbs to the top rope. Nick Diamond says McMahon is going for a superfly. Hey, I guess he knows cool. Jimmy Snuka. Yeah, and McMahon does go off the top rope, but he's not doing no superfly. He just does some random fucking like. Jump on your ass and slam you. <laughs> but anyway, Austin uh, gets up and says, Hey, well, McMahon says, Hey, Stone Cold, I proved that you're beneath me, just like the other little people. So after McMahon squashed Austin into the ring, that was his, uh, his little line there. Sent you beneath me, like all the other little people. So the crowd's booing. You got some fucking random claymation characters. One of them actually looks like Kramer. <laughs> really does look like Kramer. He has a red shirt on. And anyway, McMahon says that you know they can bury him in this hole. They can bury Austin in this hole right now, or we'll we'll ship you. We'll ship you to Texas and Undertaker's coffin. So another Undertaker comment there. Keeping that alive. So, Vince McMahon thinks he has the upper hand. He thinks they can just bury Austin. Or he can put him in the coffin and send him on over to Texas. So, Austin pops up from there. And he jumps out of the ring. So, he comes up from the corner of the ring. He attacks McMahon. goes, here you go, Vince. Here's a mental acumen for you. Bringing back the acumen line that Vince said earlier. Austin nails McMahon with a Stone Cold Stunner. I was disappointed, JV. No middle fingers. No kick to the gut. Yeah, I didn't like that either, man. That's not how he... He doesn't just line his stunner up like that. There's a no. there's a sequence of events that were... And those were all skipped. Right, and that goes back to him coming out to the ring flexing his muscles. <laughs> yeah, is it, is it like hard for them to do that kick with Claymation? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like everyone still... knows it's kick stunner. That is a lot of work to do claymation, so maybe. <laughs> maybe it's. I mean, then I was trying to. Like, I, don't, I, I guess you don't see a lot of kicks. I don't know. No. No, well, you do see kicks. They, they could have done match it. I'm going to cover there's a kick, so. <laughs> yeah. All right, so anyway, Austin picks up McMahon at that point. He cracks McMahon. He cracks his back. He gives him a fucking backbreaker. 
then tosses him down. The bell rings. Austin is awarded the winner of the match. I'm guessing McMahon died because Austin broke his back. Because at that point, McMahon was still alive. And this is a death match. You only win when the opponent dies. Dies, yeah. Right? Die. So, so he's snapped McMahon's back. He fell to the ground. Ding, ding, ding. Austin wins. But then after that, Austin picks up McMahon and the tombstone. And then tells the crowd, if you want to see me beat Vince McMahon's ass with the tombstone, give me hell yeah. So we get the hell yeah. Then Austin smashes McMahon three to four times <laughs> with the tombstone. And every time he smashes McMahon's clay figure, the body busts into pieces. Body, sp- body parts explode. They, sp- they spread all across the ring. And then Austin picks up the dismembered pieces of McMahon's body and then tosses them into Undertaker's coffin. Then Austin has another question. You want to see me plant McMahon's carcass in this coffin? Give me another hell yeah. So then from there, Austin once again wants the hell yeah. If you want to see me set this coffin on fire, give me a hell yeah. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> We never see Austin set the thing on fire. He just takes it to the back and we go on from there. Right, it's assumed. Vince McMahon, you know, the real Vince McMahon probably said, yeah, we can't do that. We're going to, we just did that with Kane. So, yo, we're going to do that with Kane, so don't worry. Don't do that now. We can't burn it. We can't burn the coffin. We just did that at uh, Royal Rumble. <laughs> All right, so we get that, and... And they just had their match, right? In 98? Like they're... they're about to have it. They're about to have it. SummerSlam. Okay. Yeah. In no, I'm days. talking about Vince McMahon and Austin? Their first no. match was at SummerSlam? No, their first match is uh, on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, but it was before this. Uh, Yes. It wasn't the first match. It was supposed to be a match, remember? And then there was like the whole hoopla with the handcuffs and shit. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was in September of 98. It was supposed to be a match and all that shit went down. And then they wouldn't actually have a match in the ring until St. Valentine's Day. Alright, so from there now, the match is concluded. Austin has won. He's beat Mr. McMahon. He's, he's beat his ass. He's beat it all. And we get to a little clip. I mean, I like these clips. What I like about these clips is that they're just fucking made up bullshit with clay figures. <laughs> and since this is fandomonium, we go to a commercial break and it's a fan requesting a match. And it's a Middle Eastern dude. He's asking for a match between Saddam Hussein and Bill Clinton. He wants Saddam to tear off the face of the infidel, Bill Clinton. And then Johnny and Nick give us a replay of Austin versus McMahon. And now we're going to head on to match number two. And JV's going to cover that. It's the match versus the comedians. 
Adam Sandler versus Chris Rock. All right, thanks, Prue. So yeah, we're on to fight number two, Adam Sandler versus Chris Rock for the title of the world's funniest comic. So we're going to let you listen to this match. It's about six minutes long. So give it a listen, and then we're going to be right back to uh, to just run through some of the highlights of the match. To go. There are some really interesting matchups tonight, and our next bout pits Chris Rock against Adam Sandler for the title of the world's funniest comic. We had to work a little harder to make this next fight happen since the fighters involved wanted nothing to do with it. After repeated phone calls, letters, and faxes requesting their presence, neither of these two were cooperating. But the fans wanted them, so we had to take matters into our own hands and bring them in ourselves. Take a look. Let's move! One, two, three! satisfied. That's our death match guarantee. Let's go down to referee Mills Lane. Okay, I want a good clean fight. The winner is the one who makes it out alive. The loser is, well, you do the math. Let's get it on. Let's get it on, I said. What the hell's going on in there, Johnny? Don't make me come over there. Let me understand it. We're supposed to fight each other until one of us is dead? That is correct. I'm sorry, but that's the most ridiculous ass thing I ever heard in my life. I ain't fighting nobody to death. Oh, yes you are. Oh, no, I'm not. Me neither. This show is stupider than the last three seasons of Saturday Night Live combined. Quiet! Now get it on before I do something best. Not much developing so far, Nick. Neither one of them looks too enthusiastic. Our crack security team is moving in to prevent any type of escape. Two professional entertainers who are just unwilling to give this crowd what they want. It's downright selfish. Wait a second, something's happening down there. Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not sure that play fighting counts. Oh, stop it! Please! You're killing me! Oh, my arm! I'm dying! Ooh, I'm not gonna make it! Johnny, call me a skeptic, but I don't think either of them is really dead. Okay, you two babies, that's it. If you're not gonna get it on, I'll get it on for you. Nick, this is unprecedented. Only in cases of extreme reluctance, when combatants simply refuse to get it on, do we see this horrible device. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Celebrity Deathmatch Fan of Fandemonium! Those razor-sharp blades are gonna lower until we have a winner! Bottom line, Johnny, if somebody doesn't win, everybody loses. Everybody but the crowd, that is. So, uh, I guess... Yep, yeah, I guess we should. No offense, you know. Yeah, I know. None taken. 
And the fight is on. Now this is some deathmatch action. Chris Rock is in trouble. Adam Sandler trying to put him away before it's too late. Uh-oh. It looks like the Sandman is going to put Chris Rock to sleep. But wait. Look out, Adam. Ooh. Tremendous courage by Sandler. Even with one arm, he continues to dominate this fight. And Sandler knocks Chris Rock right out of the ring. Give that man a hand. Get back in there. Good one, Nick. Get in there. I'm going to drop you like a Chris Rock is ready to turn this fight around. Good combination there, and he's looking to finish him off. Gotta have to do this, old pal. It's the Mexican liver punch. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris is actually holding Adam Sandler by his liver. Oh, that has got to hurt. And Chris Rock is the winner. Yeah, I'm the man. Put a man up in here. I'm the man. Incredible! This fight is over! Johnny, Mill seems to be having some difficulty shutting off the no, fan of pandemonium. What's wrong with this thing? Chris had better get out of that ring! Oh my god! Those guards aren't letting him leave! I don't think they know the fight is over! If Mill's lane doesn't shut off that fan, we're gonna have a real mess on our hands! Right. Ladies and gentlemen, I guess, well, I, I guess Chris Rock is both the winner and the loser in this fight. Although, frankly, Nick, it doesn't seem like our audience cares too much either way. After all, it was a fantastic finish to a fantastic fight. Why don't you go first, honey? Well, I'd like to see Bette Miller's head explode into tiny little fragments. Mary, what the hell's wrong with you? Come on, what's wrong with that? It's a little offensive, I mean... It's a comedy, come yeah. on, lighten yeah, but, up. But it's violent and it's... It's enough already. Yeah, but it's enough. You're watching Celebrity Deathmatch Fandemonium. If you're just joining us, you missed a show-stopping fight between Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. A Mexican liver punch took Adam Sandler out of the picture. Then the fan of Fandemonium took out Chris Rock. No one goes... All right, so this one's quite the doozy. So we have voice actors doing both Chris Rock and Adam Sandler here. So, you know... <laughs> that's kind of comedy in, in and of itself because it's not them and it's Chris Rock's voice is kind of close but Adam Sandler's isn't even close it's like a real of his voice it's horrible yeah it's like you and I doing it <laughs> so Johnny Gomez and Nick Diamond um pretty much talking about how hard it was for them to get to you know to make this fight happen because neither party Chris Rock nor Adam Sandler was responding to phone calls faxes or letters so neither of them are cooperating to make this match happen but since the fans wanted them celebrity deathmatch decided to take matters into their own hands so from now, there oh jv though i think that was a commentary on the real adam sandler and chris Rock wanting nothing to do with it oh yeah of course so that explains why the voices are shitty yeah, of course. Like, all right, these guys wanted nothing to do with it, so fuck them. We're doing it. <laughs> so then we cut to a clip, and it's um, of a SWAT team, which is you know the celebrity deathmatches hired guns, and they're busting in on Adam Sandler's house while he's taking a bath. So he's kind of panicking, 
and um, they bag him. The SWAT team, so they kind of like get him in a net, bag him up. They basically like kidnap him. Um, and that's when we hear Adam Sandler's voice for the first time, which is sucks. Yeah, and it's like he's doing the the uh, Billy Madison the shampoo conditioner routine while he's in the tub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so next we cut to Chris Rock's house, and he's getting smooth with his wife or lady. I assume it was his wife, but it could just be some random chick. So he's trying to get it in, but the SWAT team busts <laughs> in on him. And, you know, Chris Rock panics. He's like, hey, you know, he's like, hey, who are you? And they definitely, you know, who they are and whatnot. And they identify themselves as, you know, the celebrity deathmatch team or whatever. And they tell Chris Rock that, you know, he's leaving with them. So Chris is like, oh, hell no. You know, get the hell out of my house. And he calls over to his wife and he's like, call my lawyer. And make sure you call Collect, of course. Back when calling Collect was like, (laughs) call Collect. Save money, call Collect. So the SWAT team bags him up. And now we got, so now we know the SWAT team is gone. Sandler and Rock and Chris Rock. So now we're going to make our way back to the Celebrity Deathmatch Arena. And we're back here with Johnny Gomez and Nick Diamond. And, you know, they pretty much announce, like, hey, this is going to happen. And they cut back to referee Mills Lane, who I think just passed away recently. Right, bro? I don't know how recent. It feels recent. It does. I'll take Today was Kobe's anniversary, and I think it was after Kobe. Yeah, well, oh. he was like a legend because Jeez, he was the one. Yeah, well, real recent. Holy moly! Yeah, so Mills Lane, December sixth. Mm-hmm. December sixth, a month ago. Oh, this year? No shit. La- oh, well, yeah, last year, past- or whatever. Yeah. yeah, this past month ago. And if any if people don't know, Mills 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 Lane claimed to fame was he was the referee during the Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson fight. So yeah, he was a, bite, a famous boxing fight. ref, but that one was like the big one. He was a part of that. That's a Mike Tyson bit, a piece of Evander Holyfield's ear off and all that. Yeah. Um, I'll allow it. So, that's, his, yeah, yeah. that's one of his key phrases. Yep. I'll allow it. I'll allow it, <laughs> and let's get it on. So Mills Lane goes over the rules. You know, basically, loser dies. Winners who make winner is who makes it out alive. Let's get it on. So. Chris Rock and Adam Stanley just stand there. You know, bells rung, smashes on. So Mills Lane kind of is losing patience. You know, he tells them, you know, get it on. You know, get it on again. So he threatens, you know, to make them move if they, you know, if they don't start doing something. So Chris Rock, he's like baffled by all the rules and calls this the most ridiculous ass thing I've heard in my life. And I'm not fighting. And Adam Sandler agrees. Adam Sandler then makes a pretty lame joke. He says, this is stupider than the last three episodes of SNL combined. Which he's probably not right. SNL's bad. But, hey, um, I don't agree with you. <laughs> oh, it's not funny. So Sandler and Rock then start whispering to each other. It's kind of funny, but there's a lot of other funnier things. Um, so Sandler and Rock then start whispering to each other. Um, you know, They're kind of trying to scheme and get out of this. They're trying to you know, get out of the situation. So they attempt to escape, but the Celebrity Deathmatch security team moves in ringside, ringside, and they have tasers. And they're not letting Sandler or Rock leave the ring. And it's funny because, like, you know, they got their claymations. They got, like, their fucking riot gear on. <laughs> and you just see their tasers, like, lighting up and shit. It's funny. Shit's well done, though. Man. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's one thing we haven't said yet. The, the fucking animation, claymation is well done. It's a great plot. 
So crowd is getting pissed off now because nothing's going on. So Adam Sandler decides to make the quote unquote first move, which is just basically he grabs Chris Rock, puts him in a shitty like loose headlock and starts get him a nookie, a, a noogie. And Chris Rock is like playing it off, you know, like it hurts, whatever. So, you know, like Nick Diamond and Johnny Gomez say on commentary, they call it out for what it is. Like, you know, play fighting isn't allowed. You know, it's not, it's not allowed in Celebrity Deathmatch. So Chris Rock, you know, play fighting back, just kind of punches Sandler in the shoulder. And, you know, Sandler oversells the shit out of it. He's like, oh, no, and drops the mat and acts like he's dying. So <laughs> while he's on the ground, he then just kind of like gets up and punches uh, Chris Rock in the shin. And then Chris Rock goes down and he plays dead. So right now we have both fucking fighters down. The crowd is pissed off. They're booing like crazy. Nick Diamond calls out the obvious that neither of the fighters are dead. You know, they're just, you know, playing dead. And that's <laughs> like the comedy that Nick Diamond is. You know, like yeah. you said earlier. They're not dead. <laughs> he's like a goof, you know, like. Um, so Mills Lane is now over by like, he's not in the ring. He's like outside the ring. And there's like this massive like metal device, like this machine outside the ring. So Mills Lane is over by this machine and Nick Diamond and Johnny Gomez put it over as, you know, this machine is only used as a last resort when combatants will not cooperate. Hmm. So Mills, Mills Lane's based like, you know, you guys have, uh, you know, left me no choice. And he pulls the lever of the machine. And then that's when we get the celebrity deathmatch fan of fandemonium. <laughs> and that starts slowly dropping from the ring. And it's funny. It's like this big fucking, it's basically just like this big ass fan that's hovering <laughs> above the ring. Yeah, ceiling, a big ceiling fan. Yeah, and it's like slowly coming down, but it's got massive blades, like razor sharp blades. You can know right away you see this like this is like something out of a Saw movie. Before Saw was a thing. <laughs> so Adam Sandler and Chris Rock, they look up from the mat because they're still down on the mat selling that they're dead. So they look up from the mat in horror. So Gomez, you know, he notifies viewers that the fan is going to continuously lower to the ring until we have a winner. Basically implying that thing's going to keep coming down until somebody dies. To which Nick Diamond responds, if someone doesn't win, then everybody loses. And then Johnny Gomez corrects him, everybody but the crowd, that is. So Sandler Sandler and Rock then comes to terms with each other. Like, no hard feelings. You know, we have to try to kill each other. And they both agree just, you know, not to take offense to it. Which was kind of fucking corny. Um... So they start training punches for a bit until Adam Sandler finally bounces off the ropes and splashes in the Chris Rock's neck. So Chris Rock is like down on his knees and shit, choking, you know, can't breathe, hit him good in the throat. So Adam Sandler then does the same move, bounces off the rope, but hits Chris Rock from behind. And then Sandler starts celebrating all corny, you know, like fucking Billy Madison and shit. He's like, oh, yeah. Whoopity doo! You know, typical like fucking 1990s Adam Sandler shit. Yeah. So Sandler then, you know, just you know, from his feet standing, lands an elbow drop on the top top of Rock's Chris Rock's head. So you know, Chris Rock's neck kind of like crunches in and shit, and you know, so he's like royally fucked up right now. So Sandler definitely has the upper hand. So Sandler then hops to the top rope. But he forgets that the fan of Fandemonium is making its way down. And now it's at a 
you know, a height where it's too low. So Sandler's raising his arms in the air, like ready to do like another, like a dive or something. But the the fan cuts off his right hand. So he loses his right hand to the blade, but he doesn't even like fucking react to it. <laughs> he like just lost his hand and he's unaffected by it. So he just kind of like jumps down from the rope, goes back to the mat and starts beating the shit out of Chris Rock with his nub. Which is, it's, he's just like whipping him with it. And it's just his, his fucking like wrist basically because his hand's fucking gone. And eventually, you know, he kind of hits Chris Rock with a big uppercut with his nub and knocks Chris Rock, that knocks Chris Rock over the top rope and outside the ring. <laughs> so to make sure see, Chris Rock doesn't escape, of course, who's outside the ring, Pro? Well, the celebrity deathmatch SWAT team, because they don't want to. They want to make sure Chris Rock doesn't get away. Oh, the SWAT team! I fucking I forget all about the SWAT team. Yeah, well, the writers didn't, and that's good writing. I was like, you know what? That's good writing. They didn't yeah, forget. I thought they were gone. The <laughs> I was like, fuck. What do you mean? <laughs> So they're still there. It's like who? I was like, Howard Stern showed up early. <laughs> I was thinking that. So they're trying to make sure, you know, they're still doing their job. You know, someone has to die here. So they're out there to make sure Chris Rock gets back in the ring, and you know, they're like, they start like swarming him and surrounding him with their tases out and shit. Chris Rock is all dicked off. Um, he he hops back in the ring, and now he's amped up. He's pissed. He's he's now he's ready to fight. He tells Sandler that he's going to drop him. I'm going to drop you like a bad habit. So then he strikes Sandler a few times, then hits him with a, what Johnny Gomez calls. I think it's Johnny Gomez. He's a, a Mexican liver punch to his back. So he basically <laughs> punches Adam Sandler in his lower back, and his fist goes through Adam Sandler's back. And he's basically grabbing Adam Sandler by his liver. And then he holds... You know, he lifts Adam Sandler up and just starts swaying him by the liver before finally finally tossing him outside the ring at the machine. You know, the machine that Mills Lane was at earlier that, you know, where he pulled the lever for the fan to come down. He throws Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler gets impaled by that same lever of the machine. So Adam Sandler is, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> so naturally. whoop a doo Yeah, whoop a <laughs> So Chris Rock is declared the winner, and he's celebrating on his knees and shit. He's like, I'm the man. Who's the man up in here? I'm the man. That's what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, Sandler is still stuck on the lever, and Mills Lane is panicking because he's trying to get the lever up, put the lever back up so that the fan starts coming down. So he starts punching it and whacking it with shit, and it's not doing anything. So Chris Rock, you know, realized that the fan's getting close. So he's trying to leave the ring, but the celebrity deathmatch SWAT team won't let him leave because they apparently don't realize that the match is over. So then we cut to the crowd, and it's funny. You see an usher. He's like walking around, you know, the stands where the crowd is, and he's handing out black, <laughs> black trash bags to audience members. Because once can. that fan comes down, there's going to be a lot of fucking guts and shit flying around the crowd. So <laughs> he's getting them prepared. Almost like a Gallagher show. So the device now starts to like visually malfunction and start sparking. And Gomez, you know, says that Mills Lane has basically realized it's too late. And Chris Rock pays the price. The fan a fandemonium comes crashing down to the ring. And Chris Rock is diced into pieces. His guts go flying into the crowd, and the crowd celebrates. On commentary, Nick Diamond declares Chris Rock the winner. 
and loser in the match. And Johnny Gomez calls it a fantastic finish to a fantastic fight. And then from there, it must have been like a commercial on the original, like, cut. Because we come back and it's just like this fucking couple. Like, claymation couple. Like a a lady and like his... Boyfriend, girlfriend, or something. Oh, this is great. This is great. Well, this is like the guy that I had. So they, that's what yeah, they would do. Yeah, they would cut to like a second. Yeah. yeah. This is fun. So the, the, women men- the woman mentions... It's like you could tell they're like kind of picking up like it's mid-combo. The, women it. men- the woman mentions that she'd like to see Bette Midler's head bust in the tiny little fragment. She's all excited. You can tell she, who's the woman, likes Celebrity Deathmatch. And that's kind of like the fucking... So I guess the word would be irony in this. Yeah. The dude on the other side, who you'd think would be like all about celebrity deathmatch excited and excited that like his girlfriend or wife's into something like this. The dude is appalled. And he's like, he's like, hey, you know, what's gotten into you? He's like, this is offensive. And she tells him it's comedy. Lighten up. So he's still like a prude about it and all shit. And he's just like, all right, it's enough already. And then they just cut from there. <laughs> yeah, and no, the the thing is, what I took away from it was like she was excited and had fun, and he was like, "You ain't having fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're not having fun with this. Screw oh, you." I took it more as like a role reversal. <laughs> I guess it's either or. It's open for interpretation. It's not really clear. <laughs> it's like it's enough. No, it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> <laughs> so. After that, we go back to Nick Diamond and Johnny Gomez, and we're getting the highlights from the Chris Rock and Sandler match. And Gomez and Diamond, they tee up, tee us up for the next match, which Mike Prue's going to cover, and that's going to be Jenny McCarthy versus Carmen Electra with special guest referee Howard Stern. And you might know, back in the 90s, Jenny McCarthy and Carmen, Carmen Electra followed Jenny McCarthy as the host of what show, Pro? Singled out. Singled out. So, this kind of plays into a feud. I don't think there was like a legit feud, but I think Jenny yeah, was the, like this is the base. This is shit. the basis of the feud. This is the basis of this match. Yeah, yeah. Which will be mentioned in my coverage for sure. But instead of having like Howard Stern, they should have had Chris Hardwick. Yeah, but nobody knew who the fuck Chris Hardwick was. Oh, true. Really. He's popular now because of the Talking Dead and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Hardwick was just a fucking goof that was the host. Yeah. It was all about titties. It was. That's why I watched the show. <laughs> all right, so yeah, I'll get into more Jenny McCarthy and Conor Electra on Singled Out. But JV, before we get into what I'm about to get into, I did want to bring up, because... These are two big stars, Chris Rock and Adam Sandler. And I'm just going to say, off the jump, Adam Sandler was a bigger star than Chris Rock overall. Still is. Yeah, yeah, still is. Chris Rock, huge no, stand-up, of course. Great yeah. stand-up. Huge. Well, Adam Sandler, he was fucking a superstar in the 90s. And at this point in 1998... JV, what was your favorite Adam Sandler movie? What, up to this point? Up to that point here where we are. Not after 98. Oh, I don't know, because I don't know what years all his movies came out. Did Happy Gilmore come out yet? Yeah, Happy Gilmore was out. Uh, That's probably my favorite. 
All right. Boom. Yeah. Me. Happy Gilmore as well. Happy Gilmore was 96, I believe, when he came out. Um, I think notable movies after 96, at this point where we are 98, would be um, uh, Big Daddy came out. Yeah, it's probably my second favorite. And uh, JV, one of my personal favorites. I watched it with you. It was fucking we. I don't know. Like we we're in two thousand, we weren't fucking smoking weed, drinking anything. Mm-mm. But I felt like we were fucking high on like dominoes when we yeah. watched this movie. <laughs> and it's called what was it called? JV Little Nicky. Little Nicky. <laughs> in two thousand, Little Nicky. I don't know. We were fucking like going nuts laughing. That was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Had to, yeah, two thousand. At some point in 2000, we watched it. No shit. I yeah. Really that. On Bank Street. Far yeah, away. I remember. Yeah. I remember perfectly. Like, we were laughing like fucking maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great movie. That's probably my top five. That's fucking great. The voices and just mm-hmm. the weird. It's just weird. It's it was awesome. a cool story. Yeah. It's just different. I don't think I've ever watched it again since I watched it with you. I don't think I have either. <laughs> uh, I think one other time I did. I think maybe I saw it on like randomly. Something. Yeah, but never watched it fully. We watched it on. It wasn't even on DVD yet. Just video. Boom. All right. <laughs> All right. My turn. Let's get to fight number three. The main event: Jenny McCarthy versus Carmen Electra. These are two hot throbs of the nineties. Oh, oh. Man, and I'm going to go ding, ding for Jenny McCarthy. That's my girl. Oh, same here. That was She was my favorite. Yep. And Karma Electra, she was fine as hell, too. And, you know, even to say something like that, fine as hell, it's almost like not even allowed now. <laughs> Fuck. You can't show your love for, for a woman or what you think is attractive to you without seeming sleazy. That's not fair. <laughs> right? No, not at all. Yeah. But anyway, that's... Whatever. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> on this retro podcast here. So yeah, Jenny McCarthy and Common Electra. These were both co-hosts or... They wouldn't even be co-hosts, right? What are they? Valets? What the fuck are they on that show, Singled Out? They were... Yeah, probably valets, I guess. Yeah, well, Chris Hardwick was the host, and he's great. He was always great. I love Chris Hardwick. And JV, do you know his debut? I'm, I can't even say that for true, like as a fact. But the first time I noticed him in a movie, do you know what movie I'm talking about? First time Chris Hardwick was in a movie. What movie was he in? House of, well, I don't know if it was the first. I remember All it was right, House you of got Thousand it. Corpses. Yeah, House of Thousand Corpses. Or Devils of Yeah, the first one. First one, House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And he, he, his buddy was, do you know that? Do it from the office. Yeah. Rain Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Classic. Good shit. That's like before, I remember seeing him in the office and being like, oh, that's, because he wasn't in the office yet, right? No, he wasn't in the office at that point. Yeah, he was. He no, he wasn't. 
Oh, see, because I was like, oh, that's Dwight from The Office. Yeah, so noticeable, too. Well, when I saw The Office, I was like, that's the guy from fucking House of a Thousand Corpses. I knew right away. Yeah, I knew right away when I saw The Office. Like, ah, that's fucking the dude. The dude that went, bleh. And what is Chris Hart? He's like, Satan. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Dr. Satan, right? Dr. Satan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was his first movie? Because that came out way after Singled Out. That's like the only movie I'd know that he was in. Yeah, but he wasn't in Singled Out. Who? Chris Hardwick? Oh, you're talking about Chris Hardwick? Yeah. What other movies? Yeah, I don't know about Chris Hardwick. I was some Rain Wilson. That might have been his first movie. Probably not. But for Chris Hardwick, that was the first time that I noticed him outside of Singled Out. Oh, doesn't right, mean he was. Yes, 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 yes. He was, I think I think I probably did a bunch of other shit too. I don't know, yeah. but it stood out because it's like, oh shit, that's Chris Hardwick, and I haven't seen him for years. You know what I mean? It, and what's funny is years is like fucking barely anything. He was doing singled out in two thousand six through on uh, ninety six ninety seven, and then here we are with um, House of a Thousand Corpse in what two thousand two. You know, mm-hmm. which is not many years. But anyway, let's just get into this here. So we get Jenny McCarthy versus Carmen Electra, and we're going to get our special guest referee, Howard Stern, who's going to be total perv here. And, I mean, this match is all him, and he loves it with these girls with their tatas. Yeah, we'll show you. We'll uh, we'll play the clip. About five minutes, forty three seconds, and we'll be right back to break it down. So take a listen. We'll be right back. Come empty-handed tonight. We've had two great fights tonight, with one more to go. Ladies and gentlemen, the people have spoken. They want two busty babes in mud, and they're gonna get them. Jenny McCarthy takes on Carmen Electra. Right here, right now. And let's go down now as guest referee Howard Stern makes his triumphant return to the death bowl. Yes, I am wise. I am powerful. I am hung like a seahorse. (laughs) Before we begin, we should remind everyone that Jenny and Carmen will be fighting in a ring full of thick, sloppy mud. These lovely ladies are going to get down and dirty tonight. Okay, well, it looks like our fighters are about ready. Hey, Carmen. Yeah. Nice job uh, running singled out into the ground. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Well, congratulations on the big success of the Jenny McCarthy Show. I flushed funnier things down the toilet. Hey, hey, hey. All right, break it up, ladies. Mm. Hey, this is all right. <laughs> all right, now, ladies, you are both very beautiful, uh, very talented, and very sexy. Now I want a dirty, nasty, filthy fight. And uh, if either of you gets a cramp, I'll be happy to massage it out for you. <laughs> All right, now, let's get it on. Literally impossible. Jenny attacks, but Carmen answers with a knee to the forehead. That mud hasn't slowed her down one bit. Okay, okay, all right. Hey, break it up. Ladies, go to your corners, please. Johnny, what do you suppose the problem is? I don't know, Nick. Maybe Jenny has a problem with her tongue. She's gone almost an entire minute without sticking it out. Hey, are you okay, honey? You got clocked pretty good there. I'm fine. Let me at her. Well, I don't know. You might need stitches. Hey, let me examine you. 
Oh, yes, you are so hot. <laughs> uh, by the way, this isn't cheating, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and the two ladies go at it yet again, trading one headbutt after another. I feel their pain, Johnny. Duck it! A backtracker put on Carmen. And a brutal follow-up. Jenny has singled out Carmen for destruction. All right, okay, break it up. Break it up. Ladies, back to your corners, please. Oh, yes. Ooh. Uh, tell me where it hurts, honey. Let me, uh, let me rub it for you. Get hey, what are you And Howard goes down. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am now fully aroused. Yes. <laughs> hey! Jenny McCarthy is taking a brutal beating. I haven't felt this sorry for her since I watched her network show. Ladies, hey, ladies, where'd you go? Oh, hide and seek. Very good, very good. This is so sexy. Ah! All right, girls, enough is enough. You want to get naked for me or what? Uh, audience, what do you say? Take it off. Take it off. Take it off, baby. I'm sorry, but I can't stand this guy. Me neither. Let's get him. All right, very good. Here we go. This is fantastic. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Oh, that hurts. Hey, stop it. <laughs> hey, girls, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> Look out, Howard. Those girls mean business. Hey, stand back, you enormously endowed bimbos, or else I'll do to you what I did to Kathy Lee. You want that? Bring it on, you wanker. We can take it. Oh, yeah? Well, then stand by for a blast from my powerful butt bazooka. <laughs> the fans are delighted. Howard Stern giving them an encore performance of his signature move. Brace yourself, Johnny. I smell trouble. <laughs> All right. Here it comes, ladies. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> Run while you can. These fumes melt silicone, too, you know. <laughs> Just a sec. Come on. Come on. Okay, now I can feel it. I'm busting loose. Stand by for my devastatingly disgusting discourse. Here it comes! Mick, I think something's wrong with Howard's anal artillery. I'll tell you what's wrong, Johnny. That cannon is caked with mud, and the malodorous monster cooped up inside has nowhere to go. <laughs> Howard looks panicked. I sure hope that's mud on his pants. <laughs> oh, no, my cantanker is colon. <laughs> Somebody help me. Carmen! Run for your life while you still can! Jenny, get away from there! He's gonna blow! Go on, Carmen, run! Run! Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my ass! It's ruined! <laughs> hey, uh, Carmen, was it good for you, too? Carmen? Carmen! Jenny McCarthy is the winner! A mud clog sphincter spells victory for Jenny McCarthy and backdoor devastation for the king of all media. It's plain to see, ladies and gentlemen, the fart master's exploding buttocks literally backfired on him. And with that colon cleansing catastrophe, this slippery scuffle is brought to an explosive conclusion. One thing's for sure, Johnny. Howard will be doing the rest of his talk show standing up. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing left to say is thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for devising an evening filled with such first-class devastation and misery. I'm Johnny Gomez. And I'm Nick Diamond. And this has been Celebrity Deathmatch Fandomonium. All right, so we get into the match now.
Nick Diamond says it's time for two busty babes in mud. We get Jenny McCarthy, Carmen Electra, and they go at it one-on-one. -on -one. Johnny says it's time. It's time for our special guest referee, Howard Stern. And Howard Stern is yelling to the crowd, I am wise. I am powerful. I am hung like a seahorse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Howard Stern, Howard Stern is so fucking corny. Yeah, like a seahorse. <laughs> it's like a seahorse. Ooh, I got a little dick. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, the ring is shown, you know, being filled with mud. We got a cement truck being pulled in there, and you know, this is like the cement truck that Austin pulled in to destroy Vince's Corvette back in the day. We got Mills Lane now. Struggling, and he he's struggling. Mills Lane, he wants to get it on with Jenny McCarthy, but he just can't do it. He's tightening the bikini top. And that's a nice out of touch because there's no comment to it. You just see him doing it. He's struggling with top. Like, oh, this girl's titties are so big, I can't put this on. <laughs> and then he finally clips it on, and he walks away, just all cool and collected. Yeah, I got it on. So anyway, McCarthy, Carmen Electra, we get these two girls. They, they're just not trash-talking each other. Jenny mentions how Carmen replaced her on Singled Out. Carmen mentions, you know, how funny, you know, the Jenny McCarthy show was on cable, on um, broadcast TV, you know, and that she is, I flushed down funnier things down the toilet. What a writing staff we have here. I could have been on that writing stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> Howard Stern then comes in, his special guest referee, grabs the two girls. All right, girls, break it up. Ooh, ooh, this is all right. This is all right. Fucking lame as shit. Howard tells the girls, I want it dirty, nasty, and filthy. Now let's get it on. And it's literally impossible. I had to replay that because. What do you mean it's impossible to get it on? Girls can't get it on with each other? And I was like, did he not say impossible? Did he say, that's literally possible. Let's get it on. But no, it was impossible. I guess you didn't care either. <laughs> so, no, no. I, think I was like, maybe JV has a thought on this. And I'm like, eh, he probably won't. So I'm just going to say both my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it had nothing... Nothing. I came to nothing with it. So anyway, Jenny and Carmen, they go blow to blow, blow for blow, poor phrasing on my part, or wishful thinking on my part, blow for blow. But not with Howard, though. So anyway, Carmen knees Jenny, gets her in the mud, because this is a mud match, and, and Howard breaks it up again. So Howard wants these girls all in the mud and shit like that, but he keeps breaking things up. And Howard breaks it up and says, let me just rephrase that. Howard breaks things up, and he wants Jenny and Carmen to go back in the corner. And then Johnny and Nick jump on commentary and say, you know, things have been broken up. And then Johnny figures, you know, why are we going to break things up here? You know, are we breaking things up here because Jenny finally just decided to not stick her tongue out for the first time? And I... When I heard that, I was like, oh, shit, that's totally true. Because if you watch 
singled out back in 97, 98, whatever, whatever it was. Jenny McCarthy was always sticking her tongue out. Always. And, and I guess, you know, simple-minded boys like me were thinking, oh, stick your tongue out, that means she wants to suck dick. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I used to think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just going to be true with her, right? <laughs> I saw her. Howard checks to see if Jenny needs stitches because she was getting her ass beat by Carmen. And Howard starts rubbing on Jenny. Ooh, ooh, you're so hot. Oh, th- this isn't cheating, you know. So we're back to the whole fucking, oh, this isn't cheating, you know. Which was, again, part of the movie. Private parts where his wife's listening and he's talking to hot chicks and he just wants to put it out there. I'm not cheating. I'm not doing anything wrong. So, there we go. I'm not cheating. What a defense that is, JV, right? <laughs> just <laughs> Imagine that anytime. Oh, fuck. I'm not cheating. Yeah. <laughs> if I just declare it, it's, it's all good. It right? doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. By man, yeah. If you say it, you manifest it. Whatever the fucking <laughs> saying is. So Jenny doesn't take too kindly to, to all that's going on there. And she kicks Howard in the knee. Fucking bends his knee like gum- Gumby. Which we should have brought up earlier. It's fucking Gumby, which is stop motion legend. And even like the stomping on Austin's feet from McMahon to this spot where Howard Stern's knees get kicked in. That's all Gumby shit and and pokey. So that's all fun shit. Jenny Jenny and Carmen are, you know, they're they're sick of Howard's shit. And they they're gonna beat the fuck out of him. And they're sick of it. So, they're going to fuck him up. And then we get some good commentary. Uh, Jenny Jenny has singled out Carmen for destruction. So now, Jenny has turned on Carmen Electra. And Howard breaks it up. Says, now it's time. Ladies and gentlemen, I am fully aroused. So now Howard's all fucked up. He's all jacked up. He's all horned up. <laughs> Jenny dives at Carmen for a second, and they both end up in the mud. Howard's, Howard's excited. Ooh, ooh, hide and seek. And he pulls the girls up from the mud. And that's, at this point, they're totally done. Like, fuck this guy. Fuck this pervert in the ring. Enough is enough. And Howard's like, oh, hey, girls, take it off. The girls are so sick of it that they're like, what are we going to do with this guy? Fuck this guy. <laughs> He's kind of annoying. Yeah, oh, so annoying. So like I said, they're sick of his shit. And and Howard realizes, all right, well, I'm in, I'm in charge here. I'm the, I'm the man, so I got to do something. So he decides that he's going to fart on him. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, stand back, you enormously endowed bimbos, before I do what I did to Kathy Lee. Which is a callback to the first full episode, which was Death Ball from January 25th, 1998. Says the girls, stand back. I'm going to blast from my powerful bazooka. 
Remember, he's the ass man or Mr. Ass, whatever the fuck he was. Which is such a weird thing for how it's starting to be. You're known for being a fart guy, an ass guy. What? That's what I'm saying. This guy's such a fucking poser now. <laughs> I just never get that. Ugh. You're so right. Alright, he's uh he's gonna try to fart he's gonna try to fucking blow his asshole out, is what he's trying to do. And while I write these notes, JV, and you have to be thinking that while you wrote your notes, what the fuck are we writing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine wasn't that bad, but having to write this one had to be awful. Oh, dude. Yeah. Having to write this. What am I doing? I'm writing about two fucking girls fake fighting and not wanting to fight and then this fucking dude like let me touch ya let me touch ya ooh 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 let me touch ya ooh I'm gonna bone her right now ooh, ooh. and then he starts I'm gonna start farting so he's, he does he starts farting and he, he begins to try to fart or shit I don't know what he's trying to do whatever he's trying to do he's grunting he seems constipated he has a pile of mud on his ass for his butt bazooka but what we see is his butt bazooka just getting bigger and bigger. The pile of fake mud shit on his ass growing. And we get Johnny Gomez saying, What is wrong with Howard's anal artillery? And then Nick tells Johnny that Howard's cannon is caked with mud. And Jenny tells Carmen, Run, Carmen, run while you can. And then Jenny just repositions Howard. Turns his ass the opposite way, has his head facing Carmen, and then Jenny just like kicks Howard's ass like it's a rocket. So she kicks the fucking big shitty pile, and then <laughs> Howard just shoots off like a rocket. So the ass explodes, we get the green fucking gas, like, uh, and the rocket goes crashing into Carmen. Slamming her into the wall against the arena deathmatch wall building. And that's it. Howard laments, oh, my my ass, it's ruined. Hey, hey, Carmen, was it good for you, too? Like, he's still trying to, like, hit on Carmen. <laughs> was it good for you, too? And he, then Carmen's not responding, so he's like, Carmen, Carmen. So we realize Carmen's dead now. So we get the ding, ding, ding. The, the match is over. Jenny McCarthy has tricked us all. She fucked over Carmen Electra. She fucked Howard Stern. She is the deathmatch champion. Jenny McCarthy is the winner. And we get one last call. It was a backdoor devastation from the king of all media. <laughs> Man. This was one I was happy to see end. Yes. This, this might be one of the worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the worst, but, uh, but memorable because, <laughs> because, oh my God, I had to take notes on this. JV, I wrote fucking notes on this. Like, I was working and taking notes on this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm writing about assholes getting blown up. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. So, the show closes. Well, honestly, I thought he was going to shit on everybody. So, it could have been a lot worse. 
Yeah, that's true. I was thinking that too. And I didn't know what to expect when the ass kept building, but the mud kept going. That was kind of confusing to me. It's like, why is that pile of mud growing? Is the shit pumping out of his ass? Because it sounds like he's constipated. So, what's going on here? Is he constipated or what? If he constipated, I thought the shit stays in your ass. But again, why are we talking about this? Fuck. <laughs> hey guys, that's Celebrity Deathmatch. Phenomenal! <laughs> Alright, so the show's gonna wrap up. Johnny and Nick close it out. They say this has been Celebrity Deathmatch Fandemonium. And Johnny's gonna give his classic line. Good fight. Good night. And thank you guys for sticking around with us for some shenanigans here on Celebrity Deathmatch. Hope you enjoyed it. It was a nice detour from what we've been doing. And we're gonna take a quick little break. Listen to our boy, Alex Dorio, Talking Taker. And then we'll be back with the bottom line wrap-up. All right, bottom line cast listeners. This is Alex Dorio, one half of the Talking Taker podcast. And after nearly 200 episodes exploring every pay-per-view match of The Undertaker's career, along with my co-host, Travis White, We just couldn't let the podcast rest in peace. So join us now on the first of every month as we dig even deeper into the legacy of the newest member of the WWE Hall of Fame. From unearthing some rare and unreleased hidden gems to exploring Mark Calloway's career outside of the WWE to revisiting some favorite matches with collaborations with our friends of the show to movie reviews to Ministry of Darkness fantasy drafts. You just never know what we might come out of the grave with next. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Watch the full video versions on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Talking Taker. And as always, take her easy. All right, we're back now for the bottom line wrap up. Upcoming next week, we're going to get back on track with Stunning Steve Austin. We'll be covering episode seven and we'll be wrapping up January 1992. Please check us out, Stunning Steve Austin. Also, check out our pals, Talking Taker, as you just heard, Alex Dario and Travis White. They come out with new episodes on a monthly basis on the first of the month. And their most recent episode was January. And they covered a watch-along of Royal Rumble 1998, HBK versus Shawn Michaels in a casket match. And we also did a special watch-along episode with them during the mid-month of January. And we did the watch-along for the Royal Rumble 1998 match. And, JV, that was a fun time. Oh, I, I, yeah. I like doing shows with them. Yeah, we, always a fun we time. did a little bit more. Yes. we we got to figure something out to do with them. It should be at least once a quarter. Yes. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, we're both done with our shows. Let's just fucking have fun. Yeah, and, figure something out. Yeah. Find random shit to talk about. Hell yeah. Alright, so that's Talking Taker, and you can follow them on Twitter at Talking Taker or any other social that you follow. Also, check out Book in the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. They drop new episodes every Thursday night, and their latest episode is World Championship Wrestling from August 17th, 1991. They've been covering WCW or NWA 
since 1985, and they are now doing a weekly up until 1991. So, man, go back. Great episodes, and keep following along. It's Mike Mills, Hard Body Hopper, and Doc Turner. Welcome to Territory. Also, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. New episodes every Friday, and they are currently focusing on their reviews of the WWF weeklies. And they started back in 1982, January ni- January 1982, and up to 1985, June 29th of 1985. And Hulkamania's run a while. WrestleMania already happened. So things are going great on our vantage point. And they've had over 300 episodes of their normal series that they've had. And they wrapped that up. And they started a new show that comes out on their Mondays that they used to drop the OVP episodes. It's called Acid Wash Memories. And this is the third episode. And the third episode is focusing on America Online. That showed up because I follow them now on um, iTunes or whatever the fuck, Apple iPodcast. Yeah. And they showed up on my feed. I was like, ah, I got to I gotta listen to that. I'm like behind um, on like a lot of podcasts right now. Oh, American Online episode is great. Yeah. The second episode was Nick at Night they did. Now they got America Online. First episode was great too. Oh. Yeah. Let's throw back shit for people of our generation and you can learn a lot if you if you're younger <laughs> hey, and then we got another pod- podcast it's called the extreme ecw livecast and who hosts that it's me and jv and we got two feeds there we got exclusive one on the book in the territory patreon five dollar tier where you get the latest 1996 episodes our latest is covering january 30th and February 6th of 1996. ECW Hardcore TV. And on the free feed, we are about a year behind. And it's March of 1995. So follow us on Twitter. Also at ExtremeCast. And wherever you get your podcast, just search Extreme ECW Livecast. And if you want more recent episodes, go ahead over to Book in the Territory's Patreon $5 tier. All right, JV, how'd you enjoy? How'd you enjoy this here celebrity oh, death match in the morning? It was fun, except for the last match. That was just annoying. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess at that point, and that's supposed to be the main event. You would think that'd be exciting. Well, I I think they had the right style. Put the best match first. People tune yeah, well, by the that's end. that's what kind of confused me going through. I'm like, well, oh, this is first. Yeah. Like, it blew my mind. They didn't think that was worthy to be the main event. But then I was like, oh, well, it was the 90s. Jenny McCarthy and Carmen Electra. Right. Like the four people. Right. Not everybody's watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. All right. So that was fun. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll we'll probably do another one. I definitely want to do that congressional hearings one. That, that should be fun. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple weeks with some more Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, and probably covering Stunning Steve Austin. Thanks, guys. Please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast, and we'll be back 
in two weeks. JV, any final words? <laughs> so long. And that's the bottom line. As far as I'm concerned, this is over with, so get the hell out of here. Good fight. Good night.